Hello and welcome to another Macam Football Show. Today I'm joined by with by with Mr. Dove, Jacob, Hello. Jacob Hello. and Hello. Paul Wilson. Hello. I think we will have DJ joining us at some point, Mr. Cabby himself, uh, depending on if he figures out how to join it. I know Paul had some issues. How we, how were you two finding the uh how were you two finding the, the connection? Oh, yeah. Easy peasy. That's all right. Just Paul. Mm. <laughs> yep. Acacia says quack. Um, what do we say back to, to Acacia? Wait. No. No, we say wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Oh, read. Oh, read. Oh, this is just, we're leveling up this, this, this podcast with uh, some great sounds. <laughs> Do it? <laughs> I'm going to. It's in the bottom left corner of our chat. Um, it's like a little music icon. Press that. But we're here to talk about the football, so I'll get on to that, shall we? Uh, how many games did we play between this and the last one? Did we play? We played, but two games, haven't we? Yeah, we played the Birmingham. We have the we Birmingham have. and the Huddersfield game. So I've got the Huddersfield stats to me of. To my right, your your right, my left. But um, we'll talk about the Birmingham bit, Birmingham game first, then shall we? Because we won. <laughs> it was a, it was a hard Wait. fought game, right? I'm waiting. Wait, yeah. I'm waiting. Sorry, Southampton have beaten Arsenal. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, that that that, <laughs> that is so funny. That is pretty funny. So funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, we are recording this live on YouTube, but if you're catching it back, we're uh, on Spotify or any other podcasting services. We're watching this. It's the 47th minute during the Arsenal Southampton game, so that might uh, that might be a little bit um, <laughs> premature or perfectly on point. But yeah, um, that aside, Birmingham won. Was that Birmingham? I was at the stadium. Yeah, light. Birmingham was two one. Yeah, but it was at the stadium light, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. I've slept six times since then, so forgive me for my hazy <laughs> memory. Um, yeah. Oh, and since then, by the way, since the Birmingham game, since last one, we've hit over one thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel. So, welcome Let's along go. to that. Yay! Celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> I love these things on the side. Um, uh, Mr. Price says he's watching the game. Arteta masterclass. Is it that bad? Is it that bad? (laughs) 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 Anyhow, right, yeah, Birmingham. Birmingham Sunderland. We 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 lost the lead earlier on in in this game, didn't we? Like it kind of came out of the blue, but it was very on form for how Birmingham were putting themselves out on there. They pretty much only had, ever had chances on the counter-attack. Other than that, I think Sunderland dominated this game. So... Agreed. Um, yeah. So with that in mind, 
Is there anything, any other moments within that Birmingham game that you would like to to highlight and call out? Um, yeah, I'm go. Kirken no. getting the was it Kirken that got sent off? Kirken, yes, it was, yes, Kirken, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you call him Kirken? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Kirken the Kirken. Uh, it's just stupid how he got sent off and didn't even fucking do all. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. I disagree with that. So the Sirkin incident was definitely a yellow card. My um, approach to this, as I said on uh, RWA earlier this week as well, was yes, it was a yellow card, but the Birmingham player should have gotten carded as well because his hands yes. were raised and created the nosebleed, which is <laughs> quite clearly an oversight from the uh, the officials in that game. So... Uh, I, it, We've got to roll with the punches. Luckily, it was very much towards the dying embers of the game, and we made substitutions immediately to bridge that back, the the back four, to make sure that we were able to at least defend for the rest of the game. We might not have, might have won by more, but ultimately we did enough defensively to ensure that we deserved the three points on that game. Cabby's in the chat. But he's not in the voice chat. So I'm quite confused. Hello, welcome. Um, and Dean said, have Sunderland panicked in getting a 40-year-old? I'm quite confused by that. So there might be something on the side that I'm not sh- sure something's happened in the background. But yes, what what, what are your thoughts, boys? Um, certain incident, I think it was a fair card, a fair red card. It's definitely a second yellow Um Jacob clearly is not happy with that. Um, yeah, same as you. I think it was definitely, probably definitely Elliot Yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think that Birmingham probably also should have got a yellow for it. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit confused too as why they didn't. Um, didn't really understand the referee and why he didn't give the yellow card to Birmingham for it, but... I don't yes. think he knows why. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll 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 latch on to that um that after Paul gives his uh, his comment on it as well. Yeah, to, to be honest, I I don't think that was a certain yellow card. Circum from where I was sat on the ground. How far uh, how far away were you? Did that happen in the southwest? You know where the Roker end is. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think that was from uh, from where I was. I, I don't think that was a a second yellow card to uh, Dennis Hurkin. So we we at home we we lowly folks um watching and on a stream have the benefits of replays and um basically just obviously the raw reaction of it as well from a top-down perspective. He does get a lot more of the man than he does of the ball. He was a bit out of control. Studs were showing. It could have potentially been a direct red, but the um, the Birmingham player lashing his face um, on the way through as well, that I think needed to be called So building on Dov's point, I 100% think that the referee was way too lenient for Birmingham and way too harsh towards Sunderland in that game. But ultimately, we win. So, um, like, 
the end of the day, all it did is potentially impact how we were set up defensively against Huddersfield. And I don't know, that Huddersfield game, we'll talk about it in a couple of minutes' time, but I don't think changing how we set up defensively would have changed the outcome. So we'll see. Uh, how do I join the call? So you go onto your Discord. You go He's to... Oh, there you go. He's figured it He's out. Right He's figured it out. Hey! The Sunland, the Sunland cabbies here. All right, so <laughs> I can ask you directly now. Then, what is your thoughts on the uh, yellow card or second yellow card slash red card incident at the Birmingham game? Um, the Birmingham game was just one of them. Out fifty-fifty, I reckon. Well, fifty-fifty for what? Sorry. The yellow second yellow card. Well, you think you think half the time the referee wouldn't have given a card for it? Is that what you're given, or is it is it fifty fifty for the challenge? I'm I'm confused. Um, I re- I'm making fifty fifty, like depending on the referees. So right. It was one of them challenges to look at. It was some would give a yellow, some would, some other would give it, some other would not give a yellow card. At, Right. Me personally, I don't think there was anything massive in it. Yeah, I think I think the way we were responding around the referee, I think we might have wound him up to the point where he might have Hang been on, a little I found bit. The highlight. Oh, <laughs> you found it. Are you going to share? Are you going to share the it? Yeah, yeah. Some... Okay. Yeah, we'll, so we'll... I'll put... oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> share your screen and we'll watch it. Yeah. Watch it live. Where is it? Um, like right here somewhere. So we can all. This is this is definitely upgrading it for us as a <laughs> as a podcast. We can we Where can see, see what everybody's uh, yeah, keep doing. talking. I'll find it. Oh, I've got to click, I've got to click watch stream. This is the red card incident. So uh, yeah, I found it. Oh, let me put it in like half time so we can see it properly. Yeah. So it's on the halfway line. Right, I can hear me in the background as well. Oh, sorry. I'll, uh... All right, so Chong gets yeah. the ball. <laughs> He's driving towards Serkin. Serkin puts his hand out, and Chong puts his hand forward as well at the same time. So they run at each other. Then they, then the right-hand side, our left, their right. So Chong's hand's raised. That should be a yellow card, in my opinion. So um, Serkin is quite clearly looking to obstruct the player. So I, I think that I was talking about the first yellow card, but yeah, um, for me that is a yellow card for both. In my opinion, you know what? Now I'm looking at it. Look, look at what Serkin does. Serkin plants, sees that yeah, Chong is about so to go he, down yeah. his right hand side, and then just so looks he to the ball. Mm. Yeah, bad as each other, each other. They are like, yeah, I think it's a yellow for both. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. It, it that's the benefit of being able to watch it on replay. And yeah. if you're watching it on replay, who else can do that? VAR can do that, like, can't he they? He shouldn't be blocking. He sh- he should not be having his hand in his face. That's in that's a that's a yellow for me. Hundred percent a yellow for Birmingham. If, I don't if, know why the VAR was that. in the championship. They'd have both got yellows straight away. <laughs> There we go. I mean, if, if VAR was in the championship, you would have had about four penalties in the last two games. 
Oh, uh, it's it, 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 it would it would be funny if it wasn't so true. <laughs> uh, we, we've also had a lot of um, welcome, George Osters. By the way, to the chat it says crazy how five games ago Sunderland was so far away off the playoffs, and um, after this week's set of results, three games and just two points off. Um, so it's still to play for. Uh, but that aside, the the Birmingham game overall. We'll, we'll talk about that rather than just the yellow card, the second yellow card incident, because that ultimately didn't have a final impact or final say on how the game unfolded. The the action points were for that, right? We got our two goals back. Um, I'll ask this question, um, and we'll start with Cabby on this one. The goal that Sunderland got just before the half time how much did that change our outcome or our flow going into the second half it's the Birmingham game still going about yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um yeah absolutely we're, we're on the front foot um after that um usually we're following the goal behind don't we but um mm-hmm. the, it, it's it just changed the way we played it seemed to give the stadium a lighter lift um and the lads seemed to Drive on that, and I thought uh, we took control of that game. Um, even though we were down to ten men, I, I didn't feel threatened at all. Um, yeah, it was definitely. It was just. It was just a shame that we got a player sent off within minutes after scoring the equal, scoring the um, the win as well, because I think we could have maybe done them by more. But it was definitely a game changer. Oh yeah, yes, I I I I hundred percent agree with that point. Um, we'll move on to Jacob. Yep. <laughs> um, still on about the card incident. No, um, no, no. The the goal before half time. How much did that impact the game? Our goal. Uh, I think it had a lot. I think it must. I feel like it boosted the team. You know, because we were one nil down, and their goal was sloppy. And to get the goal back just before half time is going to rally the team. It's going to make them think. Right, we can get back into it. We can get more goals in now so I think it did boost the confidence a bit and mm-hmm. they probably and I think they did respond well to Birmingham's goal because terrible defending as well Just yeah oh yeah yeah D- D- defensively I think we had brick walls to come up against where we where we did well in that in that game I think was uh, doing what Birmingham were doing and, and counter so we were inviting them on when we were inviting them on and a lot of them were pushing forward including Chong who got our player sent off they looked vulnerable uh, when we were breaking at them at pace but to the same end that's the only time that Birmingham looked like a threat so yeah 100% agree mate uh, it did change quite a lot um, Paul what are you thinking about that first half level literally in the dying embers of the first half yeah, the, the, uh, uh, our goal actually changed the game. Like, um, so you you could tell they were missing uh, Troy Deeney. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and and Dov, did the level it just before half time? Dov, yeah. he's on mute. Wait, how long have I been muted for? <laughs> since, Sorry, since, let's... Since, since, um, since you've been talk, since you talked about uh, the yellow card. Fuck. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I'll just repeat what I said. Um, yeah, I think it did. Your boy's a massive uh, confidence boost. Um, <laughs> I think you needed it. Uh, I think when uh, when um, Birmingham squad, I think you you kind of slowed down a bit, and you kind of shouldn't. You you're doing you're doing really really well. Um, you had pressure pretty much the entire half, and yeah, I I think you really needed that goal just to prove. It is almost like you needed a goal for your players to prove to themselves that they were capable of almost scoring, in a sense, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I 100% cause, agree. <laughs> yeah, because watching the game, it was like you were dominating them, but it was, like, it was almost like you didn't have the confidence that you were going to score. So I think getting that last-minute equaliser at halftime really kind of gave them, like, the, oh, shit, we can actually... Yeah. do this you know so yeah, yeah. um helpful, i think i think that 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 is a perfect point to tie both those games in the birmingham game and the huddersfield game i think both of these matches um were dampened by our not ability to shoot it's just where we were shooting from just seemed very illogical and like the last attempt we had the ball in the box in both of these matches but more so in the Birmingham match where we were pretty much in shooting shooting range, the defenders half a yard, there's plenty of space to shoot at, but we'd rather take a pass. We'd have we'd rather um cycle it to the other side of the goal. We wanted to make the shots absolutely perfect every single time. And I think when you've got like fifteen seconds for Birmingham to recover and drop back and you still haven't had that shot. Brett is essentially dampened and gone after that. So um, it did kind of carry over into the next game. And we'll start talking about the Huddersfield game now then. <laughs> so <laughs> the the difference between the Birmingham game and the Huddersfield game is that we actually took the lead in the Huddersfield game and then ended up drawing it 1-1. But it was very much a tale of two halves. You had... Um, Ahmad feed the ball into Gelhart through the middle of the pitch um, breaking through the defensive lines Huddersfield way too high up and um, yeah the huge gap and it was exploited by Gelhart with his really good oh <laughs> shot God, which... Southampton's just gone 3-1 up <laughs> fucking hell what that is mad how are they actually throwing there they had such a massive lead come on man <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Okay, Arsenal are throwing the Premier League title. Oh, that's perfect. Arsenal are throwing really the Premier are. League title away. Um, but yeah, that, that aside, I think it was a tale of two halves. I think the second half, we were trying to rest on our laurels and reserve energy for the next three games. I feel, and anyways, Warnock came out there with trying to rescue something from it and they did that about 15 minutes in the second half and I don't think they let up all that much um in the second half but I don't know it felt like it felt like Sunderland tripped over themselves a little bit I don't know how many games is that with for us now that we're that we're unbeaten that's six games um, six games unbeaten let me have a look for you I think our last defeat was against Sheffield. Um, history, fixtures. Yeah. Um, 
so whilst you're doing whilst you're doing that, thank you for confirming, Acacia. Fifteenth of March was your last loss against Sheffield. About yeah, two on Sheffield. Yeah. So I think we're we're not up the like very top of the form guide because a lot of those non defeats are draws, but we're picking up points when it matters, and the tail end of the season is is exactly when it matters. If you We'll talk about we'll talk about the playoff hopes and potentially after after we've gone through this Huddersfield game. So, um, yeah, Paul, what what what's your thoughts on the Huddersfield game? How did it unfold for you? Uh, well, like I said on uh, all video production of this game, yeah. I, when when it came to full time, actually, I was like, should I cut the players off? Shall I not? Should I cut them off? Shall I not? Was it that bad? I wasn't happy with the performance, and to be honest, I I didn't I didn't crop them off actually at the end. Okay, who, who was okay? So you're saying it was a... me that didn't crop them off actually in the stadium. Everybody else cropped them off, but I didn't. Right. So, so who do you think had a bad game for us? Because that that should be surely the only reason you're not clapping them off, like they're not putting in the best effort. You really think that? I think it was just a. For me, I think it was just a performance. Yeah, that yeah that we're used to under um, Tony Mowbray. June is dip. Okay, okay, that's an interesting point. I'll I'll um. I'll uh pad that out in a, in a bit with um. My interjection, but uh, Cabby. You. Well, obviously working during most of this game, so how did it feel for you when you found out what the result was? Um, well, actually, I was watching the whole stream. I had I had my phone on the um, on the dash cam and that, and uh, oh, you just couldn't. Yeah, okay, so you couldn't chat. Yeah, I just couldn't chat, and I had two Carlisle fans in the back. I was picking up, <laughs> and they were absolutely jealous because they kept hassling us to put the Carlisle match on. I thought, no, get it lost. <laughs> this is a Macam taxi. You'll have to wait till you get home. Um, no, but to be quite honest with you, I mean, I know I was a bit defeatist, but I'm always like that sometimes, aren't I? When I thought like oh, Huddersfield are gonna get a scrappy one nil win, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't, I wasn't at all surprised. Um, mm-hmm. but once I realised it was a Warnock that was the manager, and then I seen the last few results that Huddersfield have, and they've done well against the top sides since Warnock took over, yeah. um. I knew that there was going to be a very difficult game, and mm. to be fair, I thought it was a fair result. And um, you know, we didn't offer we offered very very little second half. I thought we looked tired, lack of ideas. Um, Huddersfield was shutting up shop quite quick. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, I thought you know it was it was a decent point for us because I think that was the hardest game out of the remaining games that we've got left. I think we played proper battle inside Huddersfield there. Oh, we've. I, I think I don't know about that because I think we've got uh, obviously West Brom who are in the dogfight for the playoffs with us, and Preston who could be basically on on par with us on the last day of the season. So, I think it's the first of four cup finals and we we drew it. So, I don't know. Is, is that a good or bad sign? We'll we'll find out over the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I, I get your point though. It, it it did seem like a fair result for what what was on display for the day. Um, 
Jacob, what's your thoughts on the result? Um, I was, I wasn't actually. T- I know Huddersfield generally we should be beating them because of how poor they've been this season. But in the in the recent games, that since I've ever had one, they've been doing pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they got did the, they beat Watford, um, which was a good result, and the the uh, I think was it beat Middlesbrough at home. So, and I thought that. So I wasn't too disappointed, but mm-hmm. the first half we, we were good, and I thought how the performance was in the first half. It looks like we were going to run away with a fairly comfortable win. Yeah. But then in the second second half, it felt like we were sat back and Huddersfield were pressing us, and and that and then they got the goal, which I thought were a bit could have done something about it really. And I, even after the goal, they were press they were pressing for a second, and I were thinking that I think I had some nervous feelings that they were going to get a second thought they were going to run away mm-hmm. with a win but they didn't but if this was in January at home when we, if we played them at home or mm-hmm. October or November I'd have been raging because at that point we should have been we would I'd have been saying why we're we not beating them at home a team that's doing really bad but yeah at this time now because of how old it should have been I wasn't too disappointed yeah. So overall, I'm 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 disappointed that we didn't get the win, but I'm not raging to be fair because Huddersfield have been doing good in the last games. Yeah. Um. Before before I move on to you, Dov, I will just highlight that Huddersfield stayed out of the bottom three because of that point. So, building on what DJ said, around they are they are fighting for it. They are picking up points when it matters for them for their survival in this in this league. So. Um, Are they mathematic- would you say they're mathematically safe now? Once they're awkward, is there no. still a possibility of them going down? They're literally one point outside of the play the, the relegation zone. If they lost that game, they would have been in the bottom three with their goal difference yeah. in mind. So it's a really big point for them, um, and mm. it's it's the start of their their final three that, battles. I think that points. I think that's gonna. I can see them staying up to be fair. That that point sure. could be huge because all they need to do is yeah. match or better the two teams that are below them in uh, QPR but, and Reading. So I think they've got they go what down, the muster. Sorry. If they go down, I'll be a bit, I'll be a bit disappointed because. Don't oh yeah. Know, it's, we've not. When you look back on the season, and think we couldn't beat a team that's just got relegated at home. But yeah. On the other hand, at that period. Neil Warnock was they got some good results. You know, Neil Warnock. Yeah, they like they look. They were looking like they were going to rescue it. Yeah, yeah. That's how you see it if they got relegated. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If they if they get relegated, think, it's two points dropped. Yeah, it's two yeah. points dropped. That's um, how I'd see it if they get relegated. Yeah. Well, it's potentially um, two points that we can get off the, yeah. the team that replaces them. But, um, Dov, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, I, I think it was a decent game. Um, I think you probably should have scored a couple more times at least. Um, yeah. there's quite a lot of times where I think the, I I know I say this most weeks, but like I think the biggest problem you have is you'll get it into the final third and you'll just pass it around in the box and then waste the chances. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. No, that I that's. I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't really know who needs to. Like make 
changes and all that, but it needs to happen, I think. Um, Gallant's goal was good. Um, I wouldn't say it was phenomenal, but it was it was decent. Sure. Um, I think your defense was also pretty pretty good that game. Um, first first half, yeah, I hundred percent agree. First, half, first yeah. half, yeah, first half was great. Second half, it did go downhill. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because um, um, they scored in the 59th minute, didn't they? So yeah, and one, and they one. they put persistent pressure on after that point as well. Yeah. Um, I w- I will add because Akisha's brought up a really good point. Um, so she said the game was mental. We should have scored two or three goals in the second half at least. Um, yep. and they had a conversation essentially at the side of the pitch um, amongst themselves. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, but um, the lateness of our first substitution felt a little bit too late. Um, I'm just you can just you can just see here if you're watching on YouTube. Our first substitution was 15 minutes after they scored in the 73rd. Our, our first sub is in the 73rd minute, and then we bring on two players just before the end of the game. Um and that's Anderson's debut to see out a game for three minutes. Like, what? How is that going to build his confidence? Yes, he's got now his his first game where he doesn't concede. I guess for three minutes, but that's not going to help him long term because Sirkin's back next week. Um, I think that's why I was a bit annoyed with Tony mm, Mowbray to be honest. What were the the substitution timings? Yeah, yeah. I I think it's it's sticking to the game plan, which I do. I do really like that he does that, but he doesn't react to when we are clearly on the back foot. If we made that, we could have made a sub 10 minutes into our second half and defensively worked out how to do it for the rest of the game because Huddersfield came out the gates and they were on us for the entire first 20 minutes of that second half. We held out for most of it, but then they scored like 16 minutes into it. It's, um, yeah, it's sloppy. Um, it could have been prevented if we, when the ball went out for a corner or the the throw in, um, we could have we could have made a substitution to solidify where they were breaking through us. Like, I don't know. It it just seems we'll stick to the game plan and the game plan's going to work regardless. That I do think that's really good when you're performing like Sheffield United or Burnley. Like sticking to the game plan clearly works. But when you're in the mid table for form guide, um, react to what you're coming up against. They're not gonna, they're not gonna be able to sustain it for half an hour, forty minutes. But when they are putting that much pressure on our defense, and our defense are clearly not coping very well, fix it. <laughs> like it's as simple as that. You can't just say, "Hey, get your head on," and then, "Oh yeah, okay, magic, I'm, I'm fixed." Like the the same players still come up against them and and working out how to get past them. So I was pleased for Gellhard getting the goal, though. I mean, because um, he has took a bit of stick off the Sunderland fans, and to be fair, yeah. he took that goal bloody well, to be honest with you. Yeah, so I'm talking about the second half a little bit there, but yeah, the first half for us with, with Gellhard getting that goal. Um, his third for the club in nine games, which I think is a half-decent return, to be fair. Um, it didn't look like it was ever likely to happen. Um I don't know if you recall our previous um, podcasts and, and chats about how what we would deem as a success for Gelhart in our club, but I think I threw... Yeah, well, it could, it could happen. In, yeah. 
Um, I, I, I said when he came in in January, like, I want to see him score in the, what was it, at the time, 19 games remaining. I want to see him score six or seven. So it's still possible he could score a couple of goals in the next couple of games. Now he's got his um, head switched on, but... Yeah, that might not even happen again because Sunderland are doing stupid shit in the back. Um, Amazing, he's actually got a knock for uh, for, uh, for Sunday, unfortunately. So yeah, <laughs> it might it might be in the it might be in the squad, but again, it's because we're overworking them. Um, so yeah, uh, that that's that's our previous two games. The one thing I will say about our previous two games is that we did better than. Everybody apart from West Brom over the last two games for results. So West Brom climbed the most. They won both of their games. So if we play them on Sunday, that could potentially dampen theirs, uh, dampen their playoff hopes and boost ours. But everybody else, uh, Millwall won one last one, so that's three points. Blackburn drew both of their games. That's only two points. Um, so uh, Coventry drew and won, same as us. And Norwich lost and drew, and Preston lost and lost, and Watford won and lost. So everybody in the playoff pack, apart from Coventry and Sunderland, picked up less than three points. So uh, the ideal would have been obviously to 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 win both, and we would actually be in the playoffs going into this weekend. Um, very similar to how West Brom are. So I think our next opponent is that first of three finals that we need to, to go into and and win. How can you see that happening? How are we going to set ourselves up to beat this current West Brom, West Brom side? I'll throw that to Cappy, DJ. How do you think we're going to set ourselves up to beat West Brom on Sunday? I've sort of like... Um... Double standards that you're on. I said Huddersfield was the hardest game. Um, it's the hardest game, but this might be the biggest test. <laughs> yeah, the biggest test. I if I remember the stadium, like there was such a big uh, physical side, West Brom, and I think we might struggle to deal with them. Um, yeah. The, the, how physical that they are, and I just think it'll be a bit too much for us on that day. And I, I kind of we'll, we'll do really, really well to get a point. But um, I cannot see us getting anything. I the can't see us getting the win. It's at the Hope ones, right? It's at the it Hope is, ones. yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Oh, I just think they're, they're a very physical side. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I thought the, I thought the same against Burnley. Um, they were a physical side and they, they blitzed us in the second half. But we really played well at Burnley. Yeah. I really didn't know. But it'll be tough. It'll be really tough. Oh, I 100% agree. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly um throw out the injury list for both teams. Um and you'll you'll see why I think we will have a harder time of it than West Brom. So West Brom have four players who are currently injured. Um Diangana, Dyke, O'Shea, and Phillips. We have Elise out, Ballard, Bath, Bennett, Embleton, Evans, Higgins, and Stewart, and maybe even Gelhart on top. So we have at least eight. Out injured. Why? His missus has just gone into labour. Oh. Oh, okay. Lugo nine. Um, again, because she was in labour two two games ago or something, wasn't she? Was injured that day. 
Ah, I thought I thought that was the labour thing then as well. So, um, yeah, we could be without our basically a, a first full team. Um, <laughs> that's ridiculous at this stage of the season, and it's it's quite vital that we do pick something up from it. But I'll I'll say this before you before um, Paul, you give your say on how we think we're going to beat them. We do thrive under when we're the underdogs when there's less pressure on us to come out with something. We tend to like excel in that situation when we expect when we're the favourites and we expect it to. That's when Sunland do the typical Sunland thing and screw things up for themselves. So yeah, what's your thoughts? It'd be interesting how we get how we actually get on against these ants to be honest, because uh, Mulberry actually is. Um, I know he did say that uh, young Tommy Watson that came on mm-hmm. um, he is actually going to travel to West Brom okay that's good uh, I've seen that some under 18s I think is going to travel um, but we'll find out tomorrow because they've got Manchester City uh, tomorrow uh, I wonder, uh, you mean the under 18s have the Man City? Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll find out tomorrow who's actually travel going down to West Brom uh, for the squad. But uh, it'll be tricky down there. Oh, I 100% agree. Um, I'm just if you just look here as well, there's a, an odds thing that nicely comes up here. And the odds on favourite are West Brom to win it. Um, we are. Um, Eight point. So what's that? Four point four four twenty. Uh, four point four point two to one. So that's like I'm trying to work it out. Like an eighth a percent. Eight, like one out of eight chance of winning this game according to the bookies. Um. So if you think Sunderland's going to win, put a flutter on. We're actually on Sky, so yeah. You never know. Something might happen. Some some of the players might not be used to it. Uh, Jacob, how do you think we're going to set ourselves up to to beat this West Brom side? Well, I think we could be a bit more, stand a bit more defensive in the first half. Maybe let them attack a bit. It might tie them out by the second half, but then in the second half, if they're quite tired out after that first half, be more attacking at them and put pressure on them. So uh, it's going to be hard though. Okay, so what what I'm getting from that is basically you want to apply what Birmingham did to us, only get them on the counter, that kind of invite them on, uh, keep it shielded out, and then catch them on the counter with one or two um, clinical breakthrough goals. Okay, I, I think that yeah. is potentially a good shout, depending on who does start for us. I think Pritchard and Ahmad yeah. are definitely going to be up front, and Ahmad's PSC. Because mm-hmm. the injuries we got though, in it like Bass out in his Elise, I think is Elise out as well. Yeah, Elise is out. You know, it's not going to be easy, but mm-hmm. I think that could be a good tactic. But I think I think it's going to. I I'm going with a draw tomorrow. I think it'd be one all tomorrow. A draw? So you think it's a one all on? Yeah. On Sunday, so yeah. yeah. Can, it won't surprise me if we get a late equaliser if we're losing one nil and it's. We're proper pushing, especially in the second half, and then we just get a surprise yeah. late goal in the end. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Dov, how do we beat this West Brom side? 
Um, I think you just go full attacking, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I think you just try and be not be aggressive, but like not overly aggressive, if that makes sense. Like you need mm-hmm. to put pressure on. Um, I think if you have been playing like you do for the last couple of games, you they might just run over you. Um, so I think you need to just keep the pressure on. You need to press the ball. Um, I noticed quite a lot of times. Um, it's almost like your your players are kind of scared to challenge when someone's running towards them, so they kind of back off and that just leaves holes in your defense and leads to shots being shot. Um, so yeah, I think you just need to play aggressive. Yeah. Um yeah. Keep keep him keep your mark on men and just yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um so here here's my two pennies on it. Uh we are in a very fortunate position and I mean I'm going to class it as fortunate in that over the last couple of weeks every single game that could have went our way and um, with the exception of these West Brom ones have went our way. And results wise we've climbed we've climbed up the table we're looking ever closer to those playoffs but also the teams every other team's playing tomorrow and we'll have a better better viewpoint of what a win would actually do and i think having that better clarity on what needs to be done and and like if a point's okay we might we might be more defensive if a free point is necessary i think we'll it will go gung ho for that so i i think the the time difference between the the other 11 matches and this one is to our benefit essentially and if we don't capitalize on working out or having that little extra extra time to work out what's the best um approach in this game then it's uh, it's our own fault yes it is an early kickoff on sunday but that should mean the rest of the day is therefore either celebration or um yeah, rolling on the next time. I do think um we do need to also keep in mind that our next game is our last home game um after this West Brom one. So see our season out in style and keep our away form being as, as we're one of the best away teams in the league. It's we're literally up in the, in the top top five of the playoff positions basically because of our away form so I don't see why that would impact us when we're away to the Hawthorns um, we can continue that away form um, so on, on the <laughs> this side, um, Edward Mishu actually trained today so he's back fucking yeah back on Sunday yeah so fucking have you read the case I, I, have you, yeah, I was going to say, have you seen Acacia's messages? Oh three, my god! So since since Jerry we fuckers, man. yeah, three two now. Arsenal got another one back. Order God, come on, Arsenal, three three. Sackers scored. That's right. The ref's going to keep playing a um fucking injury until it's four three. Score again until it's four yeah. three. Yeah, and then they'll blow the whistle because <laughs> of course they fucking will. Or they get a penalty. Yep. <laughs> That's insane. But yeah, okay. Premier League aside. Uh, I think we're we're on for a good um, a good match on Sunday, regardless of which teams out there. The fact that we've got so many people injured 
and we still have a good starting 11 for me is a really good sign for our squad depth if we're able to keep the majority of our players fit next year even if we don't make it um this time to the playoffs or whatever i think we've got the a great foundation to build on um and that for me is a very good positive sign for things to come so um how, how long have we been live now about 40 45 minutes um, I'll do the ball in the squad on Sunday. Why not? Why why not? If we if we've got if we've got gaps and we want to play a little bit more strategic with Gelhart and um Ahmad, if we want to play be a bit more strategic, give Bar a run out in the first half and if it doesn't work, swap him in the 60th minute like Mowbray normally does. Um he is a fitness option, so he is a rotation player that we can potentially use so yeah why not good good question uh 98 minutes injury time sorry i was gonna say we haven't said um after the ball in the squad for a while no it's been about four five four five weeks um yeah i, th I think i've covered all of the points off i, I wanted to cover so is there anything that you just want to quickly chat about i've uh, got about 15 minutes That's an, if that's a no, then I'll uh, run through uh, what I'm doing next on my channel and then we can go through what everybody else is doing and then wrap it up for the evening. So, uh, <laughs> so obviously we're doing, we're doing the watch along on Sunday. So um, we will be live on this channel again. So if you're not subscribed, subscribe because then you can uh, watch the game along. It's a 12 o'clock kickoff, so we'll be live 15 oh, minutes. No, 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 oh, God. Or yeah. I'll be off asleep for sure. Yeah, we'll be we'll be live at eleven forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we'll be live just fifteen minutes before kickoff, and um, yeah, hopefully people around the world are able to um, wake up for that because I know Australia is like eleven p.m. and Canada's like two a.m. Yeah. or something. So a lot of our regulars on the on that might struggle to make it, but um, yeah, it's on it's on Sky, it's on TV, so we'll be watching it and come along to that um i will be posting this onto spotify so if you if you want to listen to this on demand feel free to do so to search for the mac and football show and we'll pop straight up and then um yeah see him again this time next week for another um mac and football show depending on how well we do against west brom we could either be really happy or miserable you'll find you'll find out there um, in terms of other content, um, we've got Darv, DJ, Paul, and then Yorkshire. So we'll do it in alphabetical. Darv, what, what's next on your content plans? Fucking nothing. Nothing? Okay. So you're joining me for the watch along on Sunday. That's it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fair yes, enough. Yes. Fair enough. DJ slash Cabby. Yeah, um, I'll just be putting some of the odd classic clips of Sun and Gold from the past and stuff, and I'll be, I'll be joining you on the stream. I'll be doing my own stream as well. I need to get me watch time hours off. I just need um, just under four hundred to go for the third time. To, so I'll be doing that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair be tied down his curtains as well. Oh, I feel well tied down my neighbour's curtains. Absolutely. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Which colour? 
I've been off work since Wednesday. The, the last has given us a nasty virus, bloody. I've been ill since Wednesday, so I've been off work all week. Uh, so that's why you were tie dying. Okay. <laughs> Aye, absolutely. No, no worries. Uh, Paul, what's next for you? Uh, well, I'm actually going to be watching the game in Great Sports Ball, but uh, RWA Productions has got um, a stream on Sunday evening, and we've got one on Wednesday night as well. Cool. So check check them out. Um, you you'll be popping into my live stream though, won't you? Bigger boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop in while I'm at the game. Do as you told, Paul. Do as you told, Paul. Before uh, the, uh, the alarm goes off uh, from the government. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, uh, right, cool. Thank you. Jacob, what are you up to? Same as Dav. I'll just be joining you. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Happy, happy to have the company. Um, yeah. So with that one then, We'll we'll wrap it up. Thank you very much, everybody, oh, for tuning in. Amph, I think we forgot some. What's that? Our score predictions. Oh, uh, oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 that was that was that was bad. Nearly nearly missed it. So we've gone through the content now. We're doing. <laughs> we'll go back to the West Brom game. Um. Okay. We'll do a whistle top. Uh, whistle stop. So do it backwards. Jacob, what's your score predictions? Uh, one one. A one-one draw. Okay, good. Happy with that, Paul. <laughs> He's a two-one Sunderland. Keeping our way form on form. I like it. Uh, DJ Cabby, what do you want me to call you going forward? Um, Christ Almighty, just whatever's on the tip of your tongue. Okay, okay, Christ Almighty, what are you saying? That'll do me. That'll do me. <laughs> <laughs> What's your score prediction? I'm gone for similar, exactly the same as Burnley. I'm going to go for notes apiece. Oh, that's interesting. That is a very, I know it's very similar to the one-one, but keeping a clean sheet and being solid against West Brom, that would be that would be <laughs> very very entertaining nil-nil. Darv, what are you saying? I'm I'm going for a uh... emotional damage. <laughs> Uh, I think West Brom are probably going to... I think they're going to win 2-1. West Brom are winning. Okay. This is the yeah. first time you've gone against Sunderland. That's the first time I've gone against Sunderland, yeah. Okay. In 10 minutes added on at Arsenal now. Craigie. Yeah, yeah, I know. I told you. They're going to... They're going to... They're going to... Was Liverpool's season in a nutshell this season. That's Liverpool. I mean, we've... <laughs> I mean, we've had a shit season, but we're still eight, so he's real laughing. Referees <laughs> wait until the bloody till they get a winner, aren't they? Oh, yeah, this is what oh, I said. Probably. Acacia <laughs> um, says she'll be at the um, the West Brom game, and she thinks West Brom two, Sunderland three. That is a very bold, high scoring claim, and I would love to watch that kind of game. But also, I think I'd like to watch the nil nil as well. Um, I'm going to say Sunderland are going to keep a clean sheet. So maybe a snatch and grab, one nil. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna go one nil, and expect a nil nil. So I'm covering my bases. Sunderland are winning one nil. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's it. So predictions. Thank you again. This is the Mac and Football Show. Catch you on the next one. Bye from me. Bye from everyone else.
See you later. Bye. 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 Away the lads. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Come on.